All right, you beautiful bitches, it's me. <laughs> Was that a little too aggressive? Probably. It's fine, we'll get over it. It's 2020, guys. Like, what could be more surprising? I mean, honestly, like, the next thing on our list is probably, like, a zombie apocalypse when this vaccine comes out for the coronavirus. You know, if it ever happens. It's looking pretty slim right now. Anyways, it is Monday! And unlike my usual Monday, I have today off, which means that it is book review day! Even if I didn't did have to work, it'd still be book review day, but it doesn't matter. What matters is today is book review day. Yep, that's right. It doesn't make any sense, but we're gonna go with it, guys. I have a lot of energy. Don't know if you can tell or not. Anywho, today we are searching on the Inked Web, and we have found a story called Through the Blood and Mud, written by an Inked author known as Super Soldier 95. Ooh. It is an action drama with a completed eight chapters with a 4.A overall review with four reviews and its age rating is 13 and up. Stellar. Without further ado and wasting any more of your time, we're gonna hop on onto this summary, which is honestly rather short. The year is 1916. Author Gregory, author, author, I think he meant Arthur. And my dumbass is just noticing that I did read author correctly. I think you meant Arthur. Arthur Gregory is a 20 year old kid who enlisted from the British Army, for the British Army. However, is not yet prepared for the hell that awaits in the Western Front. So as far as summaries go, I'm sorry guys, I'm gonna relax so I can take this a lot more seriously because this author deserves my attention. Um, as far as summaries go, First off, I really do think that you meant Arthur instead of author. Unless Gregory is the author, which the way you capitalize author and then Gregory after the other, I really think that you mean Arthur. Also, you didn't capitalize the T in the word the in the beginning of your summary, which is vital because it's the beginning of your sentence. Um, yeah, um, that said, we only the chapter one's like it's like not even 250 to 300 words so i'm probably gonna be reading two chapters um so with that said let's hop on into this bad boy i waited in the trench tightly holding my rifle bayonet fixed my helmet strapped to my head soldiers next to me praying the commanding officer then got position held the whistle to his lips i tightened my grip on my rifle as he blew into the whistle, releasing an ear-piercing whistle, I climbed out of the trench with other shoulders. Shoulders. With other shoulders. I mean, technically, technically, that isn't incorrect. If you are climbing out with multiple people, then their shoulders are also climbing out as well. But this, the word is soldiers. Um, I climbed out of the trench with other soldiers next to and behind me. Bullets immediately zipped by and hit the soldiers next to me. I ran without thinking. I avoided and maneuvered around the barbed wire and tank obstacles. Smoke licked the gray sky, artillery shells hitting the earth thundered through the sky. My ears rang as explosions went off next to me, but then blacked out. That is when everything went to hell. Well, buddy, I, I really hate to break it to you, but it sounds like you're already in hell. Um, that is how the first chapter ends. So we're gonna go to the second one, which is called 
enlistment. Also, I apologize if you guys can hear my clicking and stuff like that. I mean, I think you guys usually can anyways, but I am testing out a new mic I have, so I'm not using my headset today, which is very weird because usually I can't hear anything that goes on around me when I have my headset on, but <laughs> I can hear everything right now. So, you know, anyways, moving on. Chapter two, enlistment. Oh, and I will be saving all my critiques until after I read both chapters. My name is Arthur Gregory. I was right. So yes, uh, author, make sure that you put the R for Arthur. Um, I was born in 1896 of December. I was raised in London. My parents have told me that I was born in Wales. I'd heard of the of the goings. I'd heard of the goings of the Great War, though I wasn't old enough. So in December of 1950, okay. Already, I'm kind of confused because we're talking about him being born somewhere. We haven't even like, like you saying I was though I wasn't old enough. Like, well, how old is he narrating the story right now? Or how old was he when he wanted to go? Like, that's kind of information we're missing. So it's kind of just unneeded information. So in December of 1915, on my 20th birthday, I decided to do my part in a list for the army. I'm no, like, genius when it comes to history, but I'm pretty certain that back in the day, like in the 1800s, the 19, early 1900s, um, people were enlisting at, like, the ages of 17 and 18 for the army, so making him 20 doesn't really make that much sense. Like, even, like, nowadays, like, when a, when a male turns 18, he, I think you have to, I don't know if you have to anymore, but I know that people my age had to enlist or put their name in there so that there was ever a big war and they, they'd have to get drafted. Um, but yeah, that doesn't really make any sense. I mean, like I could do my own research right now if I really wanted to, but it's not my story, so I don't really want to. Um, after I enlisted, they had me alongside tons of other men down to our trousers and I think even the word down to our trousers and tank tops and had us put on a thick woolen tunic, wool pants, military-grade boots made from brown leather, and after we were dressed, we started, started exercising drills. After that, they gave us tons of equipment like Lee Einfield rifle, a bayonet that went on the end of my rifle, and a giant helmet that resembled a salad bowl. Wow, rude. I am doing a podcast. Jeez Louise, guys. Some people just have no manners, says the person who didn't even put their phone on silent. Um... They then sent us to France. What? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, sure, man. Again, not really big on history, so I can't call that out. But I mean, like, so far, like right now, like this is just very jumpy and I don't really know what's happening. It's very kind of like methodically written to a point where it's like, it's not even like that I did this and I did this thing that I usually rant on about. It's just kind of like, and then there's more. And then there's more. And then, guess what, guys? There's more. Um, I don't, I feel like the way, because this is eight, this is supposed to be in 1915, right? So, okay, you've given me three years so far. 1896 when he was born, 1916 when everything went to hell, and then 1915 is when, but you said 1916 on his 20th birthday. And I get that January is after December, so the new year wouldn't be till after. 
this, he, he turned 20. But my thing is, is you're giving us a lot of years. So one thing I really want to advise people not to do is to do not do that. Not Don't give out a million, kajillion different years. Because that's a lot to try to remember and kind of like pinpoint. And like, yeah, like I just said, sure, January, which is when the new year rolls in, is when it would be 1916. But you're telling the story in the summary from 1916 and now saying he's enlisted in 1915. And I'm sure you guys hearing me say all of this is confusing in itself. You know, that's my point. Like, point blank right there. Um, yeah, moving on. But being the excited kid new to war, I thought they were just trying to scare out all the new recruits. When I got there, immediately I saw men with bloody bandages on their legs, faces, some were even missing legs. I felt sick to my stomach, for the smell of rotting flesh and smoke filled the air. The trenches were filled with mud, rats, and men awaiting the new artillery shell to hit. After they assigned us our platoons and battalions. Yeah, we're gonna go with that word. We were gonna rush a German trench across from our trench. But there was one problem. We had to cross the dreaded no man's land, a barren field riddled with dead bodies, barbed wire, and the weapons of the soldiers who were unfortunate enough to fall victim to the hands of the German forces. As we got into position, I was the first to cross alongside tons of other soldiers. Once the officer blew in his into his whistle, we started to run. I tried to get my rifle, but blacked out as artillery went off next to me. As I woke, I saw the face of another man lifelessly laying in the mud next to me. I scrambled away from the corpse and grabbed my rifle that was laying in the mud. I started to run again, bullets flying by me. I then saw the trench ahead. Bayonet first, I jumped into the trench, plunging my bayonet into an officer's chest. The German soldier next to me yelled something in German. Really? Sorry, that was bitchy. Um, <laughs> I apologize. I then shot the German in the chest. My mind was racing. I had just killed two men. Though I didn't have time to think because more Germans were coming my way, I pulled back the cocking mechanism and pushed it back into place, cocking the gun. Oh my goodness. I pointed at the next German without thinking I pulled the trigger and shot him. He fell on top of his fallen comrade. Then the rest of the British troops came in and started to kill more of the Germans. We had successfully taken the enemy trench, though it didn't feel like we won. In fact, I felt like I lost something. Okay. So... I'm gonna regroup, get my thoughts, all my eggs in a basket, if you will, and I will be back with my final thoughts of the story. BRB, my homies. <laughs> Can't believe I just said that. All right, guys, so I'm back. So I'm back with my overall thoughts and my overall rating. So it wasn't my favorite story. <laughs> um, probably one of my least favorites and I'm not trying to be a jerk by saying that but um it's not even because of the genre like I actually do love war stories um but you know the chapters are actually really short um and for the read they are it's not a very enjoyable read for me uh there's a lot of spelling errors well not a lot but there's a few um you know there's a lot of abrupt stops and like I can 
pointed out immediately with this uh, second chapter enlistment. My name is Arthur Gregory. I was born in 1896 of December period. I was raised in London by my parents told me that I was born in Wales period. I had, I had heard of the goings of the Great War, though I wasn't old enough period. So in December of 1915, on my 20th birthday, I decided to do my part and enlist for the army period. After I enlisted, they had them, you know, you get my point. Um, and you don't really use commas where you should, like in every single place that you should, and you kind of overuse them. Um, I would also say like repetition really kind of was really evident in this story. And we all kind of know how I feel about repetition. Um, for example, we can go with this right here. The German soldier next to me yelled something in German. I then shot the German, though I didn't have time to think because there were more Germans. I pointed out the next German, and then you end that paragraph with the word German. So you said the word German one, two, three, four, five, six times in one paragraph. That's a lot. Um, and you do it with some other words too, like chest or trench or tr trench, uh, trenches, trenches. Uh, you used it with the word whistle. Um, also, one thing that kind of bothered me is that I feel like you took what you wrote in the first chapter, which to me is more of a prologue, and kind of put that in the second area, which kind of confirms to me that's a prologue. But the, the, the thing about a prologue is if you're going to like, kind of like hint at future information, it shouldn't be the next page future information. It should be, you know, maybe like middle of the book or last chapter like the prologue is supposed to draw the reader in and make them want to get to this part that sounds really interesting um and you kind of feels like you just kind of like copy and paste in maybe not word for word but it's still the same thing uh <laughs> and i feel like there's like a lack of detail i mean like yeah you have them crossing no man's land and you have the bodies are the field was riddled with a barren field riddled with dead bodies so barren means that's empty you also use the wrong barren for that anyways uh, it should be B-A-R-R-E-N, not B-A-R-O-N. Um, but a barren field is an empty field. And if there's dead bodies, like if it's riddled with dead bodies, it's not barren then. Um, you should have just said a field riddled with dead bodies, barbed wire, and the weapons of the soldiers who are unfortunate to fall victim to the hands of the German forces. Because um, you're kind of contradicting your sentence. Um... Overall, I just feel like it needs more detail. I feel like it's just very jumpy. It's like you're talking about him being in boot camp, but then next thing you know, he's in in the forces. I don't know how the history was back then. Like maybe they didn't have boot camp back then. Maybe they really did just slap a a kid with a rifle and then be like, "Good luck," <laughs> which honestly they could have done. Um, but I don't know. I feel like you went from one thing to another really quickly without filling in the gapped information. I don't really know anything really about this character to really care if he lives or dies, to be honest. And, you know, that's that's kind of what you want to do is you want to make the reader care about this person so that when they're in this no man's land, which everyone sh who, you know, knows about history or even paid attention in class knows no man's land is kind of, you know, a really iconic place. Um, you know, you want your reader to care that they're there and that they could possibly die or get injured at the very least. Um, so overall rating for the story would be a two. Um, I just really did not enjoy it. I think there are a lot of issues and I would love to see the author go back and kind of revamp it. Uh, really work on that summary. If, if the first chapter is a prologue, please title it a prologue so that your readers know. Because um, just labeling it as chapter one, it just comes off as chapter one. Uh, and, you know, like always, if you guys, or the author, if 
you want to talk to me about my the review that I gave um, and explain yourself a little bit on your end or if you decide to revamp the story and you'd like me to re-review it and give it a different rating hopefully um, I'm totally down to do that my emails my ink it my pot um, wow okay my Instagram and my Twitter are always open for messages I try to respond back as quickly as possible uh, life does get in the way so sometimes it might take me a day or two um, but yeah I'm totally down to you know hear your side of things and whatnot because you know that's that's important too and like I tell everybody like this is just my opinion other people could love this book other people could share my opinion but it is just my opinion so don't make this don't like feel like you shouldn't write because you know the thing about writing is that you have to keep working on it and I know I sound like a broken record for saying this but like writing is a talent and it's a talent that's that's developed it's not just there like you could have someone who's really gifted naturally but they still have to work on it you know they still have to make sure that they're doing their best and putting forth their best foot um you know and the less you do it the you know the worse it's gonna be because you're not growing I sound like a broken record and I'm trying to get the words out, but I'm really tired, you guys. So with this all said, I am going to end this review here. So I hope you guys enjoyed this review. If you didn't, then that's fine. Make sure you find me on Instagram and Twitter under the Ink It Podcaster. Give that a like and a follow. I post sneak peeks up on there for future episodes. And I also just invite you guys into my crazy little world. And I hope to see you guys next time. Take care of yourselves and stay lovely. Bye.